Today on The Psychic Jam, we're going to be examining the value we place on our services and how to up the ante on charging for your services. You are listening to The Psychic Jam, a podcast that inspires holisticpreneurs like you to gain confidence, to learn, and to listen to your inner voice. Tune in as featured experts of the Psychic Associates discuss heavy and taboo topics, breaking down all the barriers of the realities of working in this industry. Welcome to the Psychic Jam. I am joined today by my colleagues, Amber Price and Liz Throp. And today we're talking and examining the value that we place on our services. And I'm telling you, this is a little bit of a sensitive subject for some light workers because we're so afraid of advertising our services and how much we charge and on and on and on. And Liz, I know that you and I have talked about this subject several times with Amber. Yeah. And let me tell you, it is sometimes a little bit of a a bee's nest, you know, when we're talking to other light workers and how we're helping them trying to move forward in their business and really charging what they're worth. You're, you're a hundred percent right. And it, and, and you know what I think it is, I think that as women typically, we like to give emotionally to people. We like to give things just because we love you, right? And, and if we are, you know, working in a capacity where we are working and that is supporting humankind and, and giving them, you know, um, soul altering information that we often in the beginning, when we started out in this industry, we feel like we should give it away for free. And we get that. We get that, you know, um, from people around us and just the general public. Why aren't you doing this for free? And my answer to that, for all of you who are thinking the same thing right in this moment, is have you ever been to a concert? And any of you that have been to a concert, you've had to pay a hundred plus dollars to go to a concert. And that's for an hour or two of of entertainment. And just because they were given their God-given gift of being able to sing, should they give away their voice for free? No, they shouldn't. And you don't question it. It's just like somebody who's an electrician. If they are capable of rewiring your home, you don't question the fact that you got to pay for that. So we have to get our heads wrapped around that what we are providing is a service. And we deserve to be paid for this service. Now, it's easy for me to say that, ladies, right? But in the beginning, it wasn't easy. I was one of the girls that gave it away for free. (laughs) I was Miss Give It Away for Free. And not only that, when I did start charging, I felt so guilty. So, so guilty because I just wanted to help people. And I didn't want people to not come to me because, you know, $25 might be too much. I remember the $25 mark. That was such a benchmark just to get from zero to 25. And, and obviously now I'm charging close to like 200. So it's quite, quite a difference. And there's a reason behind that. People need to understand that our value and worth is based on, we know what we're worth. If you know what you're worth, you're not going to have any problem charging for it. And I think, but actually Amber and Jay were very instrumental in helping me get to my value and worth. In, in my pricing. Thank goodness. Um, had I not had two of you, you know, tapping on my door saying, hey, catch up to us, would you? Um, I probably would still be, you know, at the lower rate. So, you know, the bottom line is know your value and worth and 
I can tell you it's devastatingly um, overwhelming when you change your prices because you think you're going to, all your clients are going to walk on you. But let me tell you, there's going to, a couple of things are going to happen. Your clients are going to start giving you tips, like as in like dollar amount tips. And that's usually a really good indicator that it's time to change your price. And I was getting like $50 tips and $45 tips. And it was like bringing me up to that 200 mark. And I couldn't understand, like, how could they do that? Who gives that kind of a tip? But that was a big indicator for me. Okay, it's time. I actually have more clients now than I've ever had. And it's because I know my value and worth. I trust myself more than I've ever trusted myself. So I want you to be aware of that going into um, your own business and what you're charging. And Amber, what's your thoughts on this? Yeah, you know, it's a scary thing because people put, you know, what is my value and what is my worth on this dollar number? And I couldn't agree with you more in so many ways because you have to know from a personal standard, what that looks like to you. And there isn't a one size fits all. It's not like this industry has, here's what the going rate is. And you have to charge with within this rate. There are regulated services out there that if you're this type of practitioner, you can charge within this rate, or if this is the service, you can do this or whatever. Um, this particular industry doesn't have that Yes, we don't have that. So what we're able to do as holisticpreneurs is to be able to set the fee based on, you know, several different things, because first of all, we're not just looking at, you know, when I, when I determine my fees, I'm not just looking at the one hour that I'm sitting in front of somebody. I also have to do meditations or spiritual prep before and after there's been many times where um, somebody I'm reading has been so worried that their loved one isn't going to show up that they sent them to me three, four days earlier, which means that I haven't been able to participate in my family dinner or eat anything or sleep or I, I may have even had to cancel or rearrange other appointments because this energy that's being directed at me has just impacted and influenced my life so dramatically even if you are in control and grounded in your energy, there is a sense of, you know, there's sometimes more people working towards you <laughs> than you are yourself, right? So that would be an instance. There's also the time that's involved in making sure you're um, practicing your skill or you're learning other skills or you're taking, you know, you're, you're, you're practicing and honing in and, and expanding your consciousness. There's a lot of research and lessons and schooling and, you know, workshops, resources that you continue to do to be a better practitioner for your client, for the whole purpose of what you're doing. Then you have your um, administrative work where you are making sure people can book you and that you're answering questions. There are systems that are in place that you have to pay for, maybe scheduling systems or, um, you know, needing a computer or a camera. And there's a lot of people out there that weren't even offering technological readings before a pandemic occurred for us. And then they had to go out and purchase all of these things just so that they continue um, to, to do their purpose and also to, to service their client. So for me, knowing your value and worth goes beyond what happens when I'm sitting in front of somebody. It, it really encompasses the whole package deal. When you see me, I'm going to be the same person that you see at the grocery store as you get when you're in the reading. That is who I am. That is what I want to em emanate into the world. And so, 
these are standards that I've placed on myself. And you only build those standards and understand your value and your worth when you're able to do the self-awareness and to really understand what type of business you want to put out there. Now, I just said the word business and everyone who's out there right now just went, like, oh my God, oh my God. Because there is this like thing that people think that if you are a spiritual person, that it is not a business, it can't be a business. And it's, it's, yeah, it's dirty or, you know, (laughs) this is a business. And when you're not in alignment with operating a business in this spiritual holistic realm, your, your intentions, your goals, and your actions are not going to be in alignment with what your actual soul's purpose is, which means that things are going to be difficult. You're going to have a hard time getting people to pay the fee you're asking because you're out of alignment. You're going to have trouble advertising for yourself and to say how exciting it would be to have a reading with you because you're out of alignment. So if you're not understanding from a very deep and core level, these things that not even the monetary value, I know we are talking today about setting fees and what happens and things like that, but they are also like who you're willing to, like who you're willing to be to attract the people who are also going to collaborate with you, which is also building up your business and charging fees. And if you want to be part of the people who are leading the industry and world spiritual leaders, you have to be willing to know what your price will be and price in accordance with what other people in that caliber are going to be pricing. When I noticed that I was having a wait list and it's happening to me again, I hate wait lists. I don't know if I made that clear just now, but I hate wait lists. (laughs) So people are on waiting to get in to have an appointment with me, whether it's for coaching or psychic or medium or clarity or, you know, whatever they're doing, they want to connect with me and they have to wait now. And this also is an indicator. So Liz, Liz, you mentioned about, you know, if people start tipping you, then this is, was in your indicator. So for me, it was how long are people waiting to see me? And maybe that's an indicator of the alignment of the fees. So, you know, I, it's that awareness of being willing to accept it too, because I'm going to tell you, there's also things as a light worker that happen to us from a very, very deep empathic place. There is a pandemic. There are people suffering. There are, you know, people not working. There are, so we have all the reasons why we should give it away for free or why we should discount or why we should. But what happens is the universal law of giving and receiving from our heart center will become extremely blocked off center and completely start to shut you down energetically, physically, mentally, emotionally will start shutting you down. So it's still super important to to be in alignment with the law of giving and receiving, even if you decide you're going to switch a service from someone else is going to give you a service and you are going to give them a service, then the law is still intact. We don't, (laughs) we don't have to worry about that, but knowing your value to be able to say, this is the amount of time and energy and a hundred percent whole heart and soul I'm willing to put into connecting with you. And this is how much it will cost for this service to be able to do that. If you can do it, great. It might not be the right timing. It's okay. And that's what I just want to say to finish up my part on this is 
it's okay if people can't book with you right now, because it also is an indicator of timing. If somebody is like conscious about the money that they have at that moment, then maybe it's a deeper reasoning of this isn't the right timing for them to connect with you. But if it is, and you are attracting your soulmate clients based on what you see yourself and what value you put out there, they will come to you when the timing is right. So please don't be worried that if your price is set, it's going to turn people away because you will always attract the people who are authentically meant to connect with you. And so, you know, we are in a business and this is what we need to be doing in order to sustain that. And so I just think, you know, I don't know, I'm passionate about this topic because especially for women, women feel very, very, um, blocked when it comes to money and magnetism and the the ability to attract and and to, to see their own worth and value. Right. So this is a lesson. If you're sitting there and you're like, I can't charge, I can't charge. Maybe you need to start thinking about what is the shadow showing you and what is it that you're fearful of doing and being able to understand, because I'm telling you, just because you feel that way does not mean the other people feel that way. That's very closed minded. That's very in your own space. So just because it's your fear doesn't mean that other people will fear those things. And as a matter of fact, just to affirm one more thing that Liz said, you will have your clients telling you, or you will have strangers that are connecting to you, tell you, do you understand what you do for people? Do you understand And you're going to have to say no, because if you're not understanding your value and your your worth and you're not, you know, aligned correctly to be able to attract and manifest those things, your true answer would be no in that moment. But it's a great opportunity to be able to reflect. Right, Jay? Oh, my God. Yes. And I'm going to tell you, I so agree with both of you. Because the thing is, when I started, it was the same thing. I did it for free. And then I started charging $20 and then $25 and then $35. And then I got to $40 and I thought, oh, my God. But then someone said, well, didn't you make like $48 an hour when you were working for so-and-so? And I'm thinking, yeah, plus benefits. I'm there. Yeah, I don't have benefits anymore. But you know, it was a celebrity's manager that woke me up and said, Jay, do you know why your book's solid for so many years and you don't have a life? I said, why? Because you're not charging enough. And people are not respecting their booking left, right, and center. And if they miss their appointment, oh, well, it was only 20 bucks or it was only 40 bucks. So they don't really care. She says, you need to make people respect you. And not only that, you're using up a lot of your energy and your resources. And people will respect you when you charge accordingly. She says, do you think that my celebrity would want to come and see you if you're charging 20 bucks? No. She's going to go to someone that's charging a lot because, oh, she must be charging a lot more because she has a reputation. And that's the way people think. Now, it doesn't mean that you have to go out there and soak people. You have to be reasonable with what it is that you're charging. So what I did was I looked at the international markets because I was reading people in the U.S. and a lot in the U.K. and some in Japan and some in Indonesia. So I thought, well, okay, let me look at what they charge out there. I was shocked. I'm telling you, I was so shocked because I thought, oh, my God, they charge that much. But like really, when you think about it, the effort you put into your readings the time you prepare to give your heart and soul to somebody, it's a gift. Yes, a gift for me, my mother always said, was God's influence flows through. 
So it doesn't matter what kind of gift you have. But the thing is, if you're really giving from your heart, you're also draining yourself. You're exposing yourself to potentially people that you don't know. Um, you know, and I've been, I've worked in law. So the thing is, I've always had to stay safe, but you don't know who you're going to be sitting with. You don't know what you're up against. And the thing is, you have to understand that this is a business. This is what you're doing for bread and butter. And if people don't understand that you have to eat, then, you know, then you choose for them not to be your clients. You just move on from it. It's okay. You know, I've had people telling me, don't you feel guilty about what you charge? You know, I used to, but I don't anymore because I know how hard I work and I know what goes into this. And I know how much you two put into your readings and, and how you give to your clients endlessly. So the thing is, you know, when it comes down to charging your worst, I think the best thing for people to do is to take a serious look at what you need to manage your lifestyle. First of all, if you want to work like big hours and make a lot of money, you could do that in this business. You know, and the thing is, I always felt working my, for myself was business because years and years and years ago, I worked for a psychic line. And it's not to talk negatively against psychic lines, because I think they're great. I think that we're really, really needed in this industry. But some of these companies keep a lot of your profits and you're working for nothing. And next thing you know, you feel like you've been taken advantage of. Now, things may have changed in the many years that I've done it. And there are some really great, reputable companies out there. But you, when you start charging by the minute, you cannot stay on the phone with someone for an hour because it's going to cost you 600 bucks. So look out there and say, okay, you know what? Maybe I'm not the $600 medium or the $600 psychic. I might be charging two or 250 or whatever the case may be, but I know what I'm giving in terms of a service. I know that I've made an impact and a change in someone's life or that I'm there to help offer some really great um, alternatives to things that I can't help people with. And you don't just get that by like sitting there and just doing, you know, really not doing your homework when it comes down to this business because the thing is we have to know our resources we have to know about suicide hotlines police officers we have to know about courts referring people to the justice of the peace and saying look i don't deal with this but you have to do that so you're like a walking information booklet and the thing is like i say we can't give you know any advice in some of these but we sure refer quite a bit and people will only respect you if you charge for your services. If you don't, they will walk all over you and expect more and more and more. And when you don't say no, they're going to even bug you even more. The thing is, you have to learn to set your boundaries and say, look, I'm sorry, I do this for a living. If you'd like to do a reading with me, I'd be more than happy to accommodate you. There's a time and a place for it. You'll have to go through my booking system. Here you go. And if they start complaining, I say, please go look at other psychic and mediums prices. And if you find that I'm unreasonable, then, you know, I'm sorry, I can't help you. But, you know, most of the times I'm not, I'm, I'm very comparable to what's going on out there. So the thing is, you really have to respect yourself and you really have to set your boundaries and say, no, this is what I'm worth. And if you don't have the confidence to do that and to really step into it, it is scary. It is scary. But the thing is, if you don't do it, you're just going to work harder and, and you're just going to wear yourself out. You know, I'd rather charge a little bit more give quality than do like a whole bunch of readings and just be like no good to my last client of the day. You know, what good is it going to be? There goes my reputation. And then next thing you know, I'm not getting any clients. So 
that's my take on it. I get really excited when I talk about this, but you know, that, that is my take on it. Liz, I, I know you're dying to say something here. You can tell, eh? My face. Uh, like, no. oh, I, and this, and this, and this. So, oh, yeah. you know, you know, everything you guys have shared is just amazing. And I'm so grateful to be connected to both of you, but I have to add, you know, when we start out in this business, you know, there's no value in free. So if you have a difficulty in charging, just do charge something. Don't charge. Don't do it for free. There's no value in free. You will not be respected. And the other thing I want to remind everybody about is that we don't, we don't work nine to five. We don't have like clients coming nine to five. We can't, it, we have to find new clients all the time. The, the beauty of of our work is that the better we are, the more clients are going to tell more clients and we get referrals. Amber is saying she's got a waiting list for that reason. And, you know, so we're, we're constantly refreshing our database. No other industry that I can think of other than uh, real estate is like that, where you have to constantly refresh your database. So therefore it's, it's already hard to make a living in this industry for that reason, if you're just starting out. So you have to work smart. And I'm always one for, you know, like trying to make sure I, I wanted to make sure that when I left my full-time job, I was going to make the same money. I was, I was lowballing myself. I need to make the same money that I was making when I left my job. So I charged according to that. And I was working hard guys. I was working hard to get that money. And then I raised my prices. I'm working half as hard, but I'm giving more quality and I have more downtime for me. That's huge for us, for light workers. That's huge. We can't work 24 seven. It's too much for us. Our energy can't take it. So I just wanted to add that little, that little thing, that little tidbit, you know? So no, I think that's great. Amber. I'm sitting here reflecting on what it is you guys are saying. And you know, what comes to mind is there, I can't even list all of the things that we do to create a sense of, you know, value for people, because what I'm thinking here, and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of trying to figure out how to say it, but what I'm trying to say is (laughs) spit it out, Amber, spit it out. Um, (laughs) What I'm trying to say is that, I do a lot of fundraising and community service. So there are things that are happening behind the scenes that I'm working on, working for and working with on a constant basis to help the community, to bring awareness to things, to reach out to people. I'm the person who will have a reading with somebody a year ago. And in the moment that I see the synchronicity or someone who's that perfect person or that situation or that aha moment for that client I saw a year ago, I'm messaging that client from a year ago and asking if this is something they want to hear or know or be aware of, because I'm always thinking of what I can do for the people that I've seen. I don't just, you know, close it off and go away. That's not what I do. So I'm just, you know, as you guys were talking, I was thinking about, yes, we do, um, you know, me particularly, I can speak for myself in the terms that 
I try to connect people together and I try to make sure that there are things being done for our community and whatever the needs are in those moments. And so one of the programs that I have is, is there's other, you know, I, I do a lot of work with women. So there are times where some of the women who are also in the same mindset of me will donate a little bit more from their coaching program or their clarity Academy program. So that a woman who does not have the resources to do it, will be able to get a little break on their tuition or their, their fee. Right. So there are different things that are always happening that you can be aware of that, you know, you can still do, you can do fundraisers and donate your time. You can, you know, do community service. You can have those kind of tuition programs. You can refer people to other people. You can offer, you know, the, the gift certificates or the donations to, um, you know, community events. Those things are not what, you know, we're talking about as free as into value. Those, those aren't the things we're talking about that is part of that giving and receiving. Like I'm going to give something because there is someone out there that's going to receive something of way more value because of that. But in those moments, we know our value, we know our worth and we're willing to extend it forward. So I think that's all my brain was doing as we were talking was the difference between donations and community service versus not knowing your value and charging nothing or charging so little that you become resentful or sick or burnt out as we were talking about. Thank you and so much for clarifying that Amber, because yes, that's exactly what I meant by that statement. Absolutely. Yeah, no. And I get that totally because I think all of us do that. But the thing mm-hmm. is, you do have to charge and set value to yourself. We're all valuable. We're all very valuable. And the thing is, it doesn't really matter how much, but it's your worth. And so the thing is, take a very serious look out there. Take a look at what people are you know, charging. Make sure that you do your homework. And especially, you know, if you want to learn a little bit more about this and marketing strategies and understanding your value and how to deal with your financial blocks. We have a wonderful intermediate level course with the Psychic Associates where we help you delve in those areas to give you the confidence to move forward and some formulas and some tips and some great additional resources to help you move forward in your business. So you may want to check us out at the psychicassociates.com. The next topic that we're going to be talking about is really dealing or coping with client fatigue. So we're off to the next subject with that. Thank you so much for listening. Check us out at the psychicassociates.com.